sparks shower the smooth floor of the shipbuilder's hangar as Aurelia Tarquin welds shut the final panel on one of the fighters in her bay. As she steps back and removes her helmet, she hears once again the Iron Hawk bombardment and spares a glance at a display nearby. The energy shield protecting her hangar is losing power. Strong enough to keep out bandits or small weapons fire, it has served its purpose over the years, but it was never meant to withstand a determined barrage, and those Iron Hawks are certainly determined. Not for the first time Aurelia marvels at their tenacity. Not for the first time she dreads it as well. Her bots whir and chirp as they work, blissfully ignorant of the goings-on beyond these walls. Their universe consists of the tasks at hand, and there are so many tasks yet to complete. Aurelia inputs several new commands, focusing them on the fighter before her. As they move to complete their tasks, Aurelia looks at the display and once more wonders, Where is Lucius? Why hasn't he returned? The display offers no answers, so Aurelia dons her helmet once more and returns to work. The Iron Hawks aren't the only ones who can be persistent. Welcome back for episode 10 of Errant Adventures. As always, I'm your game master and solo player, Steve Morrison. This week, Lucius concludes his survey of the Ascendancy Wreck and attempts to return to Rampart before the Iron Hawks overwhelm the Shipbuilder's Shield. Find out if he makes it in time on Episode 10, Compromises. Lucius and the surviving soldiers from Lodestar gather their wits about them and make their way out of this room where they had this pitched battle with an Ascendancy drone. It's time to continue the expedition through this wreck and see if we can't find this weapons platform that we're trying to recover. So we're going to go ahead and start off with another Undertaken Expedition role. I think because of their experience with the drone in the previous room, they're going to be moving with Vigilance. So we're going to roll plus Wits. It's going to be plus three on this first roll here. So let's find out what happens. All right, we're starting off strong with an eight on the action die and a three and a two on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So on a strong hit, you reach a waypoint. So we're going to mark two more progress on our expedition. We were at four progress at the end of last episode. And with this strong hit, we're now at six progress. And uh, we're going to envision this waypoint. I'm going to use the descriptor oracle to see what this waypoint looks like. 23, corrupted. And I'm going to roll in the focus as well. 71, root. Okay, so they are making their way out of this room, and I think they find another hallway that is broken up and actually exposed to space. 
And of course, they're all still wearing environmental suits, so they're they're protected from the elements. There's probably no atmosphere in this ascendancy vessel anyways. And so as they exit this bay and enter this hallway, there's just this massive hole in the side of the hallway. And maybe there are only a few beams that are actually connecting one side to the other. And so they have to very carefully make their way across But I think because of the strong hit, there's no danger there. It's just an obstacle to overcome, but we don't need to roll anything on that in order to overcome it. So they continue deeper into the ship, and uh, we're going to go ahead and undertake another section of this expedition. So I'm going to continue to stay vigilant. It's another roll plus wits. And again, I've got a strong hit with a six on the action die, a four and a five on the challenge dice, and we're going to mark two more progress. And that takes us up to eight progress. And I'm thinking that we're probably getting pretty close to closing out this expedition, but I want to roll on the descriptor and focus again to see if it gives, uh, gives me an idea of what this waypoint is that they find. So I've got 30, which is depleted. 61, which is person. Interesting. They bypass the obstacle of these holes in this hallway that are open to space, and they make it through to the other side. But I think there's actually a section of the ship ahead of them in this hallway that is also blocked off from debris, and there's a door that leads off to the right-hand side. And so they pry open that door and enter that section of the ship, And I think they find a medical bay of some sort, and there is a body lying on a bed. And I'm going to take this opportunity to explore this waypoint. So we're going to divert from our expedition to scout this notable location. So we're going to look around. We're going to roll plus wits again. So this is plus three. And we're going to see what we find in here. All right, so I've got a 6 on the action die, and I've got a 6 and a 10 on the challenge dice. It's a miss. You encounter an immediate hardship or threat and must pay the price. Okay, so let's roll on the action and theme to see what this consequence might be. So 67, oppose, 6, barrier, oppose, barrier. Okay, so I think what this complication is from exploring this is basically there's nothing definitive uh, to find in this room as far as there's no interesting technology. The body that's over there, it doesn't look like it's an ascendancy body. It looks like it's human. Maybe it was an explorer or a salvager or something like that who died in this room, maybe had friends who tried to help him. We're not really sure, but it's definitely not an ancient corpse. But because of this, they realize that this room is basically a dead end. And in order to continue forward, they're going to have to go out through that hallway where there were holes and actually go outside the ship and go around. And I think this actually gives us a pretty good opportunity to go ahead and try to finish this expedition as they're now on the exterior of the ship, maybe they actually see the weapons platform out there and are able to make their way to it. So we'll find out uh, as we go ahead and roll our finish expedition progress move. I have eight progress, 
on this expedition. I'm going to roll the challenge dice and hope against hope for a strong hit. So I got a five and a one on the challenge dice against eight is a strong hit. So we complete the survey of the wreck and we are able to find the weapons platform that we came for on this ship. So on a strong hit, I get to mark a reward on my Discovery's Legacy track per the Expedition rank. It was a dangerous expedition, so I'm going to mark two ticks on the Discovery's Legacy track. I've got one tick in my second progress box so far, so I'm going to add two more ticks to that. If I get one more tick on that Discovery's, I get an XP, which is fun. So we reach this particle cannon that is attached to the side of the ship and Lucius spends some time looking it over and is going to attempt to disconnect it and return back to the Hadrian's Folly with it. And I think to disconnect it, it's going to be just a straight up face danger to see how well it works, how long it takes, if it anything impedes their progress and to do that i'm going to do uh, expertise because lucius does come from the shipbuilding clan so he has the expertise to take apart ships and manipulate equipment so we're going to go ahead and roll plus wits so plus three again this is a very wits heavy episode so far which is good for lucius so here we go All right, I've got a five on the action die. I've got a two and a nine on the challenge dice, which is a weak hit. You succeed, but at a troublesome cost. Make a suffer move. I think it just takes time. I think it takes extra time, so I'm going to lose a momentum. And my momentum goes from five to four. So it takes a little bit more time than Lucius would like. But he is able to disconnect this weapon and return back to the Hadrian's Folly. And I think that also encapsulates the time that it takes for him to connect it to the Hadrian's Folly. So now the Hadrian's Folly has this particle cannon attached to the hull, which Lucius has jury-rigged to function with the ship's technologies. At this point, he's going to return back to Rampart to see if he can help take care of those iron hawks who are trying to bombard his aunt's warehouse i think this means we can mark two more progress on our vow to return the message to aurelia we have the means now hopefully to break the blockade so i'm going to mark two more progress on that which is going to take me to six progress out of ten and then just thinking about it from last episode the hadrian's follies engines are still a little bit on the fritz And I think because we failed on the attempt to repair them, they work, but they don't work well. And so I think there is a little bit of danger here that they're not going to make it back in time. And there's nothing that he can do to repair the ship right now. I think the situation has to change a little bit in order for him to be able to attempt to repair the ship again. Whether that means returning back, breaking the blockade, and then uh, having his aunt work on it, or landing on a planet somewhere and being able to actually spend some time with it. So because they are returning back to 
rampart and there is the possibility that they might not make it back in time we're going to ask the oracle to see what happens here so do they make it back to rampart before the iron hawks blast through the shipbuilder's shield i'm going to say 50 50 51 or greater yes they do otherwise they do not 91 so absolutely they make it back so the hadrian's folly limps its way back to the desert world on which rampart is located that cruiser is still in orbit firing on the shield around the shipbuilder's warehouse and i think because it did take a little bit of extra time the dreadnought winnower has also arrived. So there are now two ships in orbit around the shipbuilder's warehouse, and they are constantly kind of bombarding, and the Hadrian's Folly flies up as rapidly as it can. Lucius is in the pilot seat. Adelie is beside him. I think Lieutenant Mila of Lodestar has taken over one of the gunning positions. And as they approach, Lucius contacts both of the Ironhawk ships and says, Ironhawks, this is Lucius Tarquin of Clan Tarquin. You are in the process of bombarding a member of the Tarquin clan. Cease your actions immediately or feel the weight of wrath of Clan Tarquin. And he is going to attempt to, through words, and now the threat of having a particle cannon. I think that's charging up as he's making these statements to the uh, Ironhawk commanders. He is going to try and get them to leave. But I think he is doing so with threats, which means we're going to roll plus iron on this, which is not one of his strong suits. So I don't know what's going to happen. We're going to find out. So we're going to roll plus iron, which is plus one. Okay, well, this is very, very swingy roll. So I've got a two on the action die, and I've got a one and a ten on the challenge dice. So it is a weak hit. So on a weak hit, as above, but their agreement comes with a condition or complication. So I get to take plus one momentum. So I'm up to five. But they are going to make a counter offer. I don't know that they, uh, these Ironhawk commanders are going to be willing to cease the barrage... So let's roll on action and theme to see what they are looking for. 33. Deliver. It's a good start. 84. Strength. Deliver. Strength. Okay. Okay. Captain Simeon responds. Because I think he outranks the cruiser's commander. Captain Simeon says, Ah, Mr. Tarquin, I see you have an impressive weapon that you have salvaged. Very, very good. As you might know by this point, we are in this sector seeking out ascendancy technology. Since you have an ascendancy weapon on your ship, if you surrender that weapon to me and also the coordinates where you located it, I give you my word as an honorable captain that our ships 
will withdraw. And Lucius thinks about it for a moment. I think Adelie is like, Lucius, you cannot give him any more weapons. And Lieutenant Mila is like, yes, please don't give up anything. I'm sure the shipbuilder would rather not have her weapon and salvage area compromised by the Ironhawks. And Lucius hears all this and says, no, no, it, this is more important than some ascendancy technology. My aunt could be killed down there if they continue. I don't think those shields are going to last much longer. No. And he communicates with the Ironhawks and says, Captain Simeon, I agree to your terms. Cease your bombardment and withdraw from to a safe distance, and I will release the weapon from my ship. Almost immediately, the weapons fire from the Winnower and from the Ironhawk cruiser stops, and the ships withdraw. Lucius, true to his word, disconnects the connections to the ship that he created and releases the particle cannon. Adelie and Lieutenant Mila are just shaking their head as he does this, but Lucius doesn't care. His family is more important to him than ascendancy technology. So he releases this weapon and then takes the ship down into the atmosphere. The Iron Hawks swoop it up. He transmits the coordinates to them as they are leaving the area, and both of those ships head off towards the salvage. I think that's worth another two progress on our Iron Vow. And Lucius is going to land the Hadrian's Folly at the shipbuilder's warehouse. And we're going to go ahead and fulfill this vow. So I've got eight progress. And I'm going to roll my challenge dice and see what happens. All right, I've got a one and a nine. And I have an eight for my progress. So it is a weak hit. So on a weak hit. The vow is fulfilled, but there is more to be done or you realize the truth of your quest. If you swear an iron vow to set things right, take your full legacy reward. Otherwise, make the reward one rank lower. Okay, so here's how this goes. Lucius lands and they exit the ship. As they do, Aurelia comes out and greets them. And as she approaches, she says... Lucius, how did you make them withdraw? And Lucius explains. And almost immediately, Aurelia gets this furious look on her face. And she says, I can't believe you would give that information to them. I can't believe you would give technology to them. They're our enemies. They're going to try and kill us all with that. And Lucius says, but Aunt Aurelia, they were going to kill you. And she says, I would have been fine. My fighter is ready to go. I could have gotten out of here at any point. You gave up this information. You have to make it right. And I think Lucius is a little taken aback by that. And he says, okay, well, how can I make it right? I I can't undo giving them the information. And I think Aurelia says, you can take my fighter and go destroy that wreck. There is more valuable technology on there, and this fighter is faster. If you can make it out there 
before those ships do, there's still a chance. Yes, they'll have the particle cannon, but at least they won't have the other stuff in that wreck. And Lucia says, but I I swore an oath to take Adelie to her people, and I, I have to fulfill that. And Aurelia looks at the Hadrian's Folly and says, it doesn't look like your ship is going anywhere anytime soon. This has to be done now. You have to make the choice right now, Lucius. Are you going to try and undo the harm that you've done? And Lucius, again, is a little bit taken aback and says, all right, all right, I will do it. I will go and I will destroy that wreck. I will go. And he is going to swear the iron vow to set things right, if you will. So he is going to get to take the full legacy reward, which is two ticks for dangerous. So that actually fills out the second box of his quests. So he gets two XP for that, which is great because he's going to need it. So we fulfilled that, and I'm going to do a couple other things real quick. So I think that there are two opportunities to test our relationships here. So on the one hand, there's the testing of the relationship with Adelie because he essentially said, no, I'm not going to listen to what you're saying. I want to save my aunt. And so we're going to roll plus heart to see how that goes for that relationship. Okay, so I've got seven on the action die. I've got a four and a one on the challenge dice. It's a strong hit. So the test has strengthened your relationship. So we're going to develop that relationship, which means I can mark a couple more progress. So that's actually going to take us to six out of ten progress on the relationship with Adelie as I think she's impressed by his dedication to protecting his family. I think that is something, because she was raised in this order and all this stuff kind of happened, I think she sees that as being a very positive thing. I think the other relationship that can be tested here is with Aurelia. So we're going to go ahead and do the same thing. We're going to roll plus hard on that. And we've got a five on the action die. I've got a five and a nine on the challenge dice. So it is a miss. So on a miss, or if you have no interest in maintaining this relationship, the connection is undone. Envision how this loss impacts you and pay the price. So I think Lucius takes this vow and Aurelia takes the message from him because he still hands over the data cube as part of fulfilling this vow the message from Nishana Aerith. But she is so angry that he compromised her salvage yard, her operation, that he put her personal safety over the good of the mission, as it were, that I think she is basically like, take this fighter and go. And if you make it back... Maybe we can talk then and just turns her back and walks away. And Lucius is standing there in shock as someone that he thought was guaranteed family, guaranteed safety has essentially just turned her back on him. And Lucius very sadly bows his head and walks towards this fighter that's sitting out and climbs into it 
powering up the ship and preparing to launch. Now, we still need to swear that iron vow. So we've it's happened fictionally, but we still need to roll the move. So <laughs> um, now the funny thing is because of this, the uh, rolling for swearing the iron vow, if you are swearing to a connection, you get to add plus one. But we just lost that connection. So it's just plus heart. So this could be brutal if I am missing that extra one because of that lost connection. Okay, so at six on the action die, it's a two and a seven on the challenge dice. So it's a weak hit. You're determined, but begin your quest with more questions than answers. I get to take plus one momentum. So that takes my momentum up to six and envision what you do to find a path forward. I think it's pretty clear what he does, which is just he gets in the ship, he powers it up, and he guns it, takes off into space, and is pushing the engines as quickly as possible. I think the challenge here, and this is where the begins with more questions than answers, is he doesn't know if he can make it in time and evade the Ironhawks and destroy it and get back without getting destroyed. I think there is also the possibility that if he is successful, we could maybe try to reforge the connection with Aurelia. So I'm going to leave that open as a possibility. So it may seem like this is a pretty intense thing, but I also don't necessarily want to dwell on him going out and trying to destroy this ascendancy wreckage. I don't want to, I don't want to belabor that too much. So I'm actually just going to set this as a troublesome vow. Not because he's not in danger in doing it, but because I don't think there's actually all that many moving pieces to it. And so it's just a matter of can he get out there faster? Can he destroy it in time? And can he get out of there? So we're going to operate under the assumption that he is still in grave danger doing this. But it's not necessarily all that hard to achieve. I'm also going to take this opportunity to spend some of that experience that I just gained. So I'm going to spend three of my six experience right now. And I'm going to take a new path. And that path is going to be Ace. I think Lucius has been doing enough flying that it makes sense for him to be an Ace pilot. And so with that, the first ability on that asset is when you face danger or react under fire by guiding your vehicle through a hazard or out of harm's way, add plus one and take plus one momentum on a hit. I think that makes sense fictionally based on what he's been doing. And also, I think it will help him in this current vow. All right. So I think in order to get out there, he is going to try and push the engines a little bit to try and make it out to the wreckage before this Dreadnought and Cruiser do. So to do that, we are going to roll plus edge for speed, mobility, or agility, and uh, we are going to face some danger. Here we go. Ooh, all right. So I've got a three on the action die, and I've got a two and a seven on the challenge dice for a weak hit. So I succeed, but it is at a troublesome cost. 
I think the troublesome cost, again, I'm just going to say uh, that it is going to be a little... I'm, I'm being a little bit uh, fudgy with the rules here since I don't actually have the snub fighter asset, but it makes sense to me that he, you know, has access to it for this purpose. So the snub fighter, basically, instead of the like starship, which has five integrity, the snub fighter has a maximum of four integrity. So I'm going to go ahead and mark that down. And I'm going to actually say that I'm going to lose an integrity as he is basically pushing the ship as hard as he can. All right. So and I'm not going to worry about resisting any withstanding any damage on that. So he is able to successfully make it out there faster than those two. But the ship is sort of shaking apart as he does so. And because we're successful, I'm going to mark three progress because it's a troublesome vow again. So we're going to go through this pretty quickly. At least that's the intention. So he is out there and I think he is going to attempt to gather some information. And this is basically just trying to scan the wreckage to pick the best spots to fire on in order to get rid of as much of the useful technology as possible. So we're going to gather information plus wits. This is plus three. All right. So we got a nine on the action die. We've got a three and a four on the challenge dice for a strong hit. So we discover something helpful and specific. So I'm going to take plus two momentum, which takes me up to eight momentum. And we are going to envision what we learn. It's very simple. I think there are a couple of structural weak points of the wreckage that if he fires the weapons in those particular places, that he is going to basically break the ship apart and then can fire on those smaller pieces to really reduce it to scrap. They're not necessarily going to be able to find zero useful technology in here, but he's definitely going to make it quite a bit more difficult. And I think, again, I don't want to belabor this too much, because he got a strong hit on that gather information, I'm going to go ahead and give myself another three progress as he gets that information and is able to use it to start blasting apart pieces of the wreckage. Now, I think at this point, the Iron Hawks are getting close enough that they can scan the salvage field and they know that something is happening. And so I think Lucius has done his part to destroy the salvage and mess up the area enough that they're not going to get anything useful, anything really useful out of it. But now the question is, can he get out without being detected? And to do that, he's going to have to use some shadow, which is not his strong suit. He's going to do deception, stealth, or trickery to try and fly his way out without being detected by the Iron Hawks as their ships are approaching the field. Now, in this case, because I'm trying to get out of harm's way, I'm going to go ahead and use the ace asset to give myself plus one. So plus one for shadow, plus one for ace is plus two on this face danger. I've got a six on the action die. I've got a five and a nine on the challenge dice. For a weak hit. If I didn't have that ace, 
I would have missed. So yay on a little plus one for that. So it gives me an extra momentum, which is nice. So I'm going to go up to nine momentum. I wish I could have spent that on that roll to turn it into a strong hit, but that nine on the challenge die made that impossible. So on a weak hit, we succeed, but at a troublesome cost, make a suffer move. I think it makes sense in this instance that the suffer move is going to be to spirit. He's again pretty stressed out by this. It's a lot of like dodge and weave trying to get out of there. So he is going to go down to one out of five spirit because of that. Now he's going to try and steal his mind and we're going to try and endure this stress. So this is going to be plus heart because his heart is currently higher than his spirit. So we're going to roll plus two to try and endure this stress. Okay, so I got an eight on the action die. I've got a four and a 10 on the challenge dice. So it is a weak hit. Uh, I'm not shaken. So I may lose momentum to exchange for one spirit. Otherwise, press on. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to take my momentum back down to eight. Take my spirit back up to two. Probably should have just taken the momentum loss on the weak hit for the face danger, but I like the image of Lucius sort of sweating in this fighter as he is weaving in and out amidst all of these pieces of debris and wreckage that are floating around this artificial star. And he is trying to keep ahead of the advanced fighters from the Iron Hawk ship and stay out of their scanner range. He's using the shadow of these wrecks to hide his energy signature and then engaging his thrusters to like swing around and then fire the engines to get enough momentum and then cut everything down and he's sneaking in and around and past uh, these fighters as they are scanning the salvage field and he is able to at last get out of their scanner range power up to full power and burn back towards rampart so i'm going to give myself three more progress to give me nine out of ten progress for successfully getting out of scanner range he returns back to rampart and again we're going to go ahead and fulfill this vow so i'm sitting at nine out of ten progress i'm going to roll my challenge dice and i'm really going to hope for a strong hit here all right, so I got a two and a four on the challenge dice against my nine progress is a strong hit. So the vow is fulfilled. I can mark one tick on my quest track for that. And the quest is completed. So Lucius returns, lands the fighter back at the shipbuilder's warehouse and emerges exhausted and sweaty and just shaken and he goes into the safety of the sealed warehouse removes his suit i think adelie comes to see him and is like lucius are, are you all right and he slumps back against the the wall and it's just like yeah it's done oh they almost got me out there but I was able to get away without them knowing, knowing that anyone was out there. They might figure it out based on the weapon signatures on the salvage, but I, I can't do anything about that. And Adelie says, I'm 
sorry for what your aunt said and for what happened. I wish that things had gone differently, but I, I want you to know I understand why you did what you did. And I think you made the right choice. I forget sometimes how important it is to make the right choice. So thank you for being a, an inspiration and an example of that. And Lucius half-heartedly smiles, because again, he's exhausted, and just says, well, I'm glad it all turned out in the end, I guess. Assuming my aunt doesn't throw me out into the toxic atmosphere for getting some scratches on her fighter, Adelie says, I don't think she will. I think she cares a great deal about the cause, this cause that Lodestar stands for. And I don't think you should take it personally that she has more passion for that than for your familial responsibility. Lucia says, I suppose you're right. Well, I guess I should probably go talk to her. And moves in to see Aurelia is entertaining Lieutenant Mila and the last couple surviving Lodestar soldiers. They're talking over sort of strategy and plans there is an image of the frigate that Lucius saw in his first visit to the shipbuilder's warehouse that has now been completed. And uh, Lucius enters the room, sees this scene. Aurelia turns and says, oh, you, you came back. Were you successful? And Lucius nods and she says, well, what does she say? Let's see about reforging this connection. So when you search out a new relationship or go give focus to an existing relationship, roll plus heart. So I'm going to roll plus two. Okay, so I've got a four on the action die. I've got a three and a ten on the challenge dice for a weak hit. On a weak hit, as above, which means we create a connection, but this connection comes with a complication or cost. Envision what they reveal or demand. I think this actually works out perfectly. So she looks at him, sees the sweat and the exhaustion in his face. And I think for a moment, the hardness in her heart softens a little bit. And she says, thank you for doing that, Lucius. I'm glad you made it back safe. Why don't you go rest, recover a little bit, and then we'll talk about the future. And Lucius says, I have to see this through, Aunt Aurelia. I have to carry on, and I already spoke with clan leader Aerith about going on to Adelie's world and helping her. I'm not going to just give that up. And Aurelia raises a hand and says, I know, I've heard about this from Adelie. And I agree. You absolutely should go. The frigate will be ready shortly. Go rest. And then we will talk. So Lucius is going to go and try to recover a little bit. So we're going to go ahead and roll on a Harton here. Actually, I think we're going to do a Sojourn. So when you spend time recovering with the community, roll plus heart. And I think the community here is, I think Lieutenant Mila and the other Lodestar soldiers have a certain affection for Lucius just because they went through the Ascendancy wreck together. And yes, people died on that wreck, 
but it was a very sort of formative experience for Lucius, and uh, I think Lieutenant Mila recognizes that in him, and they are willing to see that he is growing into the sort of person who could be a leader someday. And then, of course, Adelie is also around to help him recover and you know they're having a conversation about viridian i think he's learning more about her world and uh, they're just taking a few hours to rest so we're going to roll plus heart which is plus two all right so i've got a three on the action die i've got a two and a four on the challenge dice which is a weak hit so time is short resources are strained you and your allies each make one recover move instead of two with no more than three moves total among the group so i'm going to go ahead and do the hearten move as the part of the hit for the sojourn and because of the sojourn move you get to take it as a strong hit without rolling for it so with the strong hit We find companionship or comfort, and your spirit is strengthened. If you are shaken, clear the impact, which we're not. Otherwise, take plus two spirit. If you make this move as you sojourn, take plus one more. So I'm actually going to take plus three spirit, which is going to take me back up to five, which is phenomenal. So I'm full on spirit. Lucius is really bolstered here. He's also going to take just a little bit of time to try and do a little bit of scavenging in the warehouse to attempt to resupply the Hadrian's Folly. So this is going to be plus wits because he's scavenging, and we're going to see what happens. Okay, so I've got a six on the action die. I've got two fours on the challenge dice for a strong hit with an opportunity. So we are going to take plus two supply, which is going to give me up to three supply, which is awesome. And, you know, I think the opportunity here is that Lucius gets to spend a little bit of time with his aunt looking through stuff, pulling pieces apart. And I think there's this moment where they forget about the tension between them. They forget about the dangers of the Ironhawks returning. And there's just this moment of joy as they are taking apart pieces of this ship. And Lucius is talking about like oh i can use this to bolster the shields on the folly and and aurelia is like yeah yeah and and take that piece and if you apply it to the stabilizer it'll improve your efficiency and like they just they essentially geek out over this technology and ship equipment and i think maybe it's an opportunity to test the relationship just to see if they can recover some of this warmth. So we're going to roll plus heart. Oh no. So uh, I've got a three on the action die. I've got a five and a nine on the challenge dice. So that would be a miss. But I don't feel like that fits here. And because I went ahead and rolled, I'm going to have to stick with that. So I'm going to burn my momentum. It may seem like a silly thing to burn momentum on this right now since I have eight momentum and it's only going to give me a weak hit, but I feel like it is very important to Lucius to keep this bond with his aunt Aurelia. So we are going to turn this into a weak hit. So the relationship is strengthened. So we're going to mark one progress on there because she is a formidable bond. 
but she asks something of return. And I think this is what it is. They're sitting there, they're having this moment, and then Aurelia grows serious. And she says, Lucius, I know we had words earlier, and I know you are new to the Outlands, and you are young in many ways. And there's something you have to understand. I came to the Outlands because I lost faith in what the Founder Clans were doing. They've created monopolies on industry, on resources. And from our comfortable places in our lives, we didn't see it at first. It wasn't until I met an Ironhawk captain that I really started to learn what was going on beyond our gilded walls. And learning that It shocked me. And the longer you're out here in the Outlands, you'll see it too. You'll see the imbalance between how people live and how we used to live. You'll see the chaos that is being sown by our clans being greedy for power, for knowledge, for wealth, for all of it. I came out here because I couldn't be a part of that anymore. I wanted to be a part of something more. And that was when Nashana and I realized that we had to get away and we had to try and do something else. That's what Lodestar is. It is something new. It is a community for people, with people, not ruled over by people who are descended from the ship captains who sailed the ships through the gates from our old galaxy, but by people who are made to lead, by people who are driven to do right by their people. That's what we're here for. That's what Lodestar is. And that is worth so much more than one person's life. And I hope someday you can understand that. And Lucia says, I think sort of like looking across the room at where Adelie is sitting and says, I think I do, Aunt Aurelia. I've seen a lot already in the few weeks that I've been out here. And I I get it. At least I'm starting to. And that's why I want to help. And Aurelia says, and that's why it's important that you understand what we're doing here because this next part is going to be difficult there are going to be more iron hawks out there hunting you than ever before adelie told me a little bit about your run-in with the dreadnought winnower and i think i know how you got away but you have to understand you cannot trade on your name for much longer out here not the name you had certainly. But maybe you can trade on the name that you make from here on out. Lucius, you have to decide, are you going to fight for something other than the clan, for something other than our way of life? Are you going to fight for a future where anyone could be a clan leader? 
Lucius says, I I guess I have a lot to think about, don't I? And Aurelia nods. Lucius says, so what's the next task? Taking Adelie to Viridian. I, I'm, I'm set on doing that. Aurelia nods and says, and I am as well. And based on Nashana's message, she is intent and genuine about wishing to protect your friend's people. But we are in a race for technology that will give someone the ability to control the sector. Your friend's order has ascendancy technology, and from the little bit that I have heard, it is very, very important that that doesn't fall into the Iron Hawk's hands. So yes, I want you to take Adelie and go to her people. But more importantly than all of that, that technology cannot fall into the hands of the Iron Hawks, no matter what. And here, Aurelia leans forward and says, Lucius, I want you to understand what I'm saying. I know you care for this Adelie. But whatever happens, if the Iron Hawks gain that technology, we will all lose. And Lucia says, I understand. I understand what you're saying, Aurelia, and I will do what I can. Aurelia leans forward even further, their faces almost touching, and she cups her hands around his face and says, then swear it. Thanks for listening to Errant Adventures. If you enjoyed the show, please tell your friends, family, pets, or really anybody you want about it. And head over to Apple Podcasts to leave a review so more people can find the show. If you want to chat with me, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at ErrantSolopod, or you can email me at ErrantSolopod at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening, and I'll see you next time.